We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Reynolds high drive, deep right center, and the Pirates against Devin Williams and the Brewers. One valiant swing from Brian Reynolds, his 16th home run of the season, and there was little doubt. Is there ever going to be anything positive about this Brewers team, Tim? Ever again? It seems like there's not. Never, ever, ever. Never <laughs> it again. It seems like there's Never. not. The Bart Winkler Morning Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea. Bart Winkler and Gary Ellerson headed down to Canton. So Bart off today. Gary off today. Instead, you get eight hours of me. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a bad thing. We'll find way, out. You're going to have eight hours of me, whether you like it or not. We're live here from the Lakeland University studios. Earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. And a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. So at least at least there's stuff going on. Could have been bad if I'm doing eight straight hours and got nothing to talk about. But we got plenty to talk about with this Milwaukee Brewers baseball team. On the field, off the field, front office, ownership, all of it. We got to talk about all of it. Because what is going on in Milwaukee? Honestly. I, I don't know what is happening. We always tout David Stearns for all of his moves and how good of a general manager, whatever you want to say his position is, president of baseball operations, whatever. We always tout David Stearns. What is he doing? What is going on? Can you explain any of this stuff to me? I I don't get it. I I tuned in a little bit last night to the postgame show with our guy Evan Heffelfinger. Alongside you, Tim Shea. Luckily, uh, we got Tim Shea this morning after a post-game show, so I'm here. no worries there. <laughs> and I'll, I, we're probably going to echo the same sentiment again. If you can explain it to me, please. I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't know what to say anymore. Like, I don't know uh, what words to use. I don't know how to describe this. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, I, I don't know because... We've talked about David Stearns for how long and how great of a general manager he is, especially for small-town Milwaukee, where he's able to get the most out of all of these moves and do the things that he does. And yet here we are, and what just happened over the last couple of days? And the real thing that stinks about this, and we're going to get into some of this game last night, but the real thing that stinks about all this is the Brewers – could have put some of that stuff to rest 
if they just win a baseball game against the Pirates. If they could have just won one of the last two games, we could be talking positively about this baseball team and saying, well, you know, whatever. All that stuff's crazy. I'm still not a fan of the hater trade, this, that, and the other thing. But at least they won a baseball game. We can't even say that today. And hopefully they can get the win today. That'd be nice. I think the only positive thing to come about so far, I guess there's two if you want to look at it this way, Keston Hero's back in the bigs, and Freddie Peralta is back on the mound for the crew. I mean, those are the positive things. Or anything else? I, I can't find anything. Last night's game, you got Freddie back out on the mound, and he gave you three and two-thirds, about 65 pitches, like we expected. You know, pitched 67 pitches, so right around where we expected. I was hoping to get him through four. You got him through three and two-thirds. So you would have liked to have seen him, you know, get a little bit longer, but I'm not going to be mad at Freddie. He gave you exactly what you wanted out of Freddie coming back. More so worried about him just getting out there and getting pitches and not getting, you know, shelled, and he didn't. He gave up two runs, but he's fine there. Jake McGee comes in. He struggles, gives up two earned runs. And then Matt Bush comes in. I mean, this guy that you're so excited about, Craig Council after the game, we'll hear from him a little bit. I mean, he's like, oh, yeah, Matt Bush, great addition. Well, I mean, come on. At some point, these guys got to step up, right? So Matt Bush struggles. Jake McGee struggles. Brent Suter struggles. Only guy out of the bullpen that really came out and did, there are two guys that came out of bullpen and did their job. And in a short start, you need more than that. Trevor Gott comes in, works in a scoreless inning in a third, and your boy Taylor Rogers comes out and works a scoreless inning. Devin Williams comes in to try and send it to extras, and he gives up the walk-off homer to Brian Reynolds. And I also want to hear from Devin Williams because Devin I mean, he sounds dejected, man. And I know Devin Williams isn't usually the most upbeat person anyways, just from different interviews you've heard and different things. It's not like Devin is just beaming with optimism and all the qualities that maybe you'd like to see out of a guy in a locker room. That's just not going to be who Devin is. That's not how he works. Devin is just going to be more reserved and kind of have the tone that he's had over the last couple of days. That's generally how Devin is. But, I mean, some of the answers he's given to Adam McAlvey in the videos you've seen on Twitter of him, not great. I don't think he's okay. Not great. I think Devin's going to be fine. I think it's just give him a few days and everything's going to be all right. But, I mean, at this point, this Brewers team, is there anything that's a gleam of sunshine at this point for this Brewers team? And it's crazy because it went from – everything's great. You come out of the all-star break. You're winning baseball games. You're winning games at Fenway Park where you haven't played in eight years. This is awesome. And then you trade Josh Hader. And then next thing you know, you can't win a baseball game against the lowly Pirates. And here we sit. Here we sit talking about this baseball team that I don't think a lot of people have faith in now at this point. And the crazy part is, Coming out of the All-Star break, you had such a good stretch that you thought, all right, well, maybe this team can go on a run. Even if you had been doubting this baseball team all along, you thought, all right, well, I guess maybe there's a chance they could go on a run. I guess maybe they could have everything work out, and I guess now I'm seeing this blueprint that 
you know, I've heard about maybe they can have the pitching be elite like it's been and maybe you can have the offense do well and you've got a good back end of the bullpen. So, yeah, maybe there's a chance. And then next thing you know, you drop this bombshell that you're going to trade Josh Hader and you trade him away and this baseball team just doesn't seem to be the same. And I think Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew said it best last night. He tweeted something out. And he's talking about Craig Council, and he said, We've touted Council's ability to maintain a positive clubhouse atmosphere for years. It's going to be the absolute test of those abilities for him to turn things around right now. And I don't think it's just Devin Williams going through it. I think a lot of these guys are questioning, what is going on here? What's the whole goal here? And, you know, we've spent days talking about this now about this trade and whether they got enough and this and that with it. But if you're not necessarily making your baseball team better, right, and these guys can't just truly understand what's going on, then I don't think you're helping out the clubhouse atmosphere. We talked about it yesterday on the big show. They talked about it on the afternoon show. And I guess we have to talk about it here too because – if you're just making lateral moves, which we talked about, all right, so you trade Josh Hader. Did you bring in a bat? Nah, not really. Did you bring in a better pitcher? Eh, not really. So what did you do? Well, we brought in some prospects, and I guess a guy that can fill in for him. All right, so you're looking down the road. Well, what does that make you feel as a guy that's in that clubhouse right now that suits up every single day for this ball club, Bust your tail, works as hard as you possibly can to try and win every single day for the Milwaukee Brewers, and they're looking down the road. They're not looking to try and win this season. They're looking down the road. How's that make you feel? Because I think that's part of the things that are going through these guys' head. You heard it from Devin Williams the other day, immediately afterwards, saying, I just want to win. It was next to a sure thing when me and Josh Hader were lined up in the back end of that bullpen, I just want to win. And now, I don't even know if my ball club, my organization wants to win. I don't know if they're as interested in winning this year as I am. And if that's going to be the case, if that's how it's going to be, then what's the point of all this? I'm here to try and win a World Series. That's what I'm doing. And if I'm a brewer, and I'm sitting there in that locker room, and I've got a contract expiring in the next year or two, and this is how you're going to operate, I tell you what, I'm looking at greener pastures with 29 other franchises and saying, you know what, I'll take my chances somewhere else. And then you have what Josh Hader said, and we'll hear from him uh, in just a little bit. You have what Josh Hader said on Bally Sports San Diego, and he says, well, you know, this organization over here in San Diego, they're interested in winning, and not just getting to the playoffs, but winning World Series. And the crazy part is, we've heard plenty of times where a player gets traded from a team he's been with for a long time, and it ends up being that whatever he says is more so just an inflamed response because he's frustrated that he got traded, and it's not necessarily true. Well, that's not the case with this Josh Hader comment. The idea that the Brewers are just focused on making the playoffs and not winning in the World Series... I think that's 100% true. I think it is. They view their chances of winning a World Series 
as likely five years from now as they do today because guess what? They're hoping in both seasons they make the playoffs. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. At some point, you have to do a little more than just looking down the road and continuing to have this sustained success. We've talked about this with Brewers fans already. That's awesome that you've now made the playoffs for four straight years looking to go on five. That's great. And if you would have told people a decade ago that the Brewers would make the playoffs five straight years, they'd be thrilled. But now that you've gone through it, it doesn't do you anything to get a playoff appearance. That's great. Another playoff appearance. That's awesome. But did we win anything? Did we even win a playoff series? Because at this point, if the Brewers were to get in, I think they'd play the Phillies, or at least that's how it was as of, I believe, yesterday. And, yeah, they could probably beat the Phillies, but are they going to compete against the Mets? Are they going to compete against the Dodgers? Are they even going to compete against the Padres now? Probably not. Are they going to be able to beat the Braves, the guys they couldn't beat last year? Probably not. And, you know, I've been trying to beat the positive drum for this Brewers team and say, hey, they've got a shot. Hey, they've got a chance. There's a blueprint here. I see a way they can do it. I don't know, man. After what I've seen over the last couple of days, I've lost all faith in this Brewers team. Maybe a win over the, hopefully today, can fix a little bit of that and just, hey, you know what? This Brewers team is still good. Just give a little bit of a reminder. But I don't have faith that this team is going to go far because I don't think they're sending the right message into that clubhouse from the front office, from ownership, that they're serious about winning a World Series this season. And so the players, in turn, are going to be discouraged. They're going to be frustrated. And I think you've seen that in the clubhouse atmosphere the last couple of days. And it's not good. It's not As someone who's been around the Brewers and had an experience where you're able to get into that clubhouse and experience some of what Matt Carroll was talking about with that positive clubhouse environment that Craig Council fosters, he's 100% right. That clubhouse is always upbeat. Those guys are having fun. Even when they lose a ball game, it doesn't seem down. It's just, yeah, we lost tonight. We'll get them tomorrow. It's still a positive attitude. Everything's working together. The guys are having fun. Does it seem like the guys are having fun the last couple of days? I think the only fun it seemed like they were having was when they tied the game up last night. And that was probably almost more of a relief, like, whew, and then they still lose. I don't think they're having a whole lot of fun right now because I think a lot of these guys are questioning, what in the world are we doing here? What's going on? Is the plan to win a World Series or are we just trying to be good for years and years? Because I might not be here for years and years. I might only be here for the next season or two Why am I busting my tail to win a World Series when our ownership group, when our front office doesn't even believe we can? Because that's honestly what they do. And we'll get into some of the failures of the front office in a little bit because we got to talk about this Denelson Lamette thing. What in the world was that? But even just the message that you send by trading a guy like Josh Hader, you know, maybe the other guys do a better job of covering it up and concealing their emotions and. Christian Yelich is always going to be California cool, so he's going to be all right. He doesn't care. He, well, he's but, got his $26 million. He's I, fine. Sure, he's but fine. I think Yelly cares, but he's always going to be <laughs> California cool. That's just who he is. That's how he operates. Too cool for school kind of idea. Where the rest of the guys, they'll show their emotions. And the most 
most of which is going to come from Devin Williams. Just don't punch a wall. <laughs> yeah, Devin, please. We need you more than ever. So please don't hurt yourself or anything. But we, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those times if you're a Brewers fan, and I'm going to get some of your guys' reaction after we take a break here. But do you have anything that makes you feel positive about this team? You know, everything's probably going to change around. If they win this afternoon, you know, great. And we can continue looking at, you know, how they can win around this year and get get things going in the right direction. But I just don't feel great about this Brewers team, and I've been trying to beat the drum for how they can go on a run for so long. And when I, as a fan, feel like the front office does not care about winning a World Series... And I've been trying to beat the drum for why the team can win a World Series. I feel demoralized and like there's no reason for me to continue doing this. I can only imagine what it feels like to be a player in that clubhouse because you're actually doing the thing. You're actually the one out there battling. And so we can argue about the Josh Hader trade, whether they got enough, and I still don't think they did, but whether they did or not. And even if Gasser works out and Ruiz can help the big league ball club and Taylor Rogers gets back to his all-star form, we can argue about all that. But if you made a move where you did not clearly improve your baseball team and it hurt clubhouse morale to the point that they're questioning the front office, they're questioning what they're even doing with this ball club like some of us are right now as fans, then I think it's a failure by the front office to look at what has made this Brewers team special. And part of that is that clubhouse environment that is fun, that is loose, that is an enjoyable place to be in. And it just doesn't seem like that's the case. And I think that's something that they took for granted and they might pay for the rest of the season. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the Bart Winkler Show. When we come back, we'll get some of your phone calls, reaction to the Brewers. They lose to the Pirates last night on a walk-off home run by Brian Reynolds off of Devin Williams. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in here. It's 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Toby Altizer. That's Tim Shea here on the Bart Winkler Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The atmosphere here is they want to win and, and you know, not just go to the playoffs, but win a World Series. And, and like I said, that's a, a contagious atmosphere to be a part of. And, you know, obviously the moves that AJ and, and the front office has put together, it's, uh, it's exciting. And, you know, that's the, that's the mentality that, that they're perceiving out here. And as players, that's, that's what you want. So, um, you know, to be a part of that group and to be a part of a, a trade to come here, it's, uh, it's, it's special. There you heard from Josh Hader. Gosh, and he rings so true, doesn't it? Exactly what he said. They want to win a World Series. The Brewers just want to get into the playoffs. He also looked and seemed very happy. Yeah, like I mean. Different, like refreshed or something. Because you have an organization that is committed to winning a World Series. And I'll dive into that in just a second. I want to get to some of your phone calls, but. I mean, that, that's just disgusting to hear that from Josh Hader. And stuff that we've been saying, you hear out of the guy you just traded, you hear it right out of his mouth. 414-677-1250. Let's get out to Ron in Rome. Ron, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm in a good place now. I went through a big, wide range of emotions since the trade. My initial reaction was, oh, they traded Hader. Oh, that's interesting. Let's see what kind of good... Uh, uh, you know, a hitter we got. And I think if they would have traded for someone like Brian Reynolds, it, it, it would have been okay. Because we would have been, okay, we were going to have to lose Hater anyway. Uh, people like Ron have been calling all year and saying our offense isn't good. And Toby, you said that I was too negative earlier in the year. and But I always had the feeling like we, we weren't good enough to win the World Series because we weren't didn't have enough clutch hitters. And so if we would have got someone like Brian Reynolds, people would have been, oh, good, we're trying to improve the team. We're still trying to win a World Series. But now that it's obvious that we're not, I feel mostly sad for the players because, yeah, why should they bust their butt Mm -hmm. for a team that obviously just wants to get the people's butts in the stands and isn't trying to win a World Series? So these players, like you know, people are like, well, they're professionals. They know it's a business. No, they became this because they're competitive and they want to win. Yeah, 100%. And so their whole motivation for working hard their whole lives, they've been slapped in the face and like, just come here and entertain the people. So that's what I'm going to be. I'm just looking for entertainment. I've been <laughs> through the 80s Packers. I've been through the Selig Brewers. You have to, like, lower your expectations. Just forget about getting tense and, like, every like for most of this year, Oh, Tim Allen's like, this is an important game. This is an important game. Hey, that was the playoff atmosphere. That's over. Mm-hmm. Now you go and you just want to see a good catch, uh, uh, maybe a, a good a, a good series of fouling the ball off and hanging in there and having a 14 pitch at bat. You got to appreciate the nuances of baseball. And and but and we're not even going to see that because now the guys don't want to do a 14 pitch at bat. They're tired. They're depressed. And nothing, Craig Cancel can't do anything to make that. No. It's obvious to everybody that you're on a team that's going nowhere. And I'm sick and tired of the playoff talk because I, I think I told you last night. This, it's, there's 14 teams that make the playoffs, not six. We had better teams on the Brewers before that never made the playoffs than this team. So uh, people just have to be, well, I'll go. And then, yeah, they better lower the price on beer. Because if if you want to go to the stadium and just have a few beers and enjoy life, fine. But I'm not going and paying $14 a beer to watch this. 
Well, one thing I want to ask you before we let you go here, Ron, is David Stearns comes out and talks about this bites of the apple approach, and I can't stand that talk. I can't. But one of the things that he mentions is Mark Adonacio and the ownership group don't want to see a prolonged rebuild, and I, I can believe that, and I can get on board with that. But then he says the fans don't want to see a prolonged rebuild, and I don't know that that is true. Yeah, that's totally false. I would rather have him have gone out all out this year and then been the Florida Marlins. Look, look at the Padres. Mm-hmm. I remember the Padres maybe five years ago. They were terrible. I'd much rather be a Padres fan now. Yeah, no, 100%. I turned them on last night. They're exciting to watch now. They're exciting. Brewers, it's like stressful to watch because you're like, gosh, can they just win a baseball game? Padres, you turn on, you're excited to watch. It. It's crazy the dynamic that a few days, a few trades have done to this Brewers team, but it's completely changed it, and I fully understand it because I've gone from someone that thought they could go on a World Series run to having zero faith they can beat anyone in the playoffs in the National League. I'm hoping they can beat somebody in the regular season. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Ron, appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. Let's stay out on the phone lines and get to Andy and Heartland. Andy, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Um, Well, I mean, I'm still in the thoroughly disgusted mode, and I probably will be for the rest of the season. Um, But I just want to say to Josh Hader, hope he wins the World Series. Um, But if if Anastasio has given up on this team, then, then why should the fans care about this team? Yeah, because he—that's what he basically did. He gave up on this team, and he gave. And every every player in that locker room, you got to imagine, says, "Hey, he doesn't believe in us. So, you know, why should we believe in this organization?" If you listen to that Devin Williams interview, I well, mean, that was just sad. Well, and here's the thing: you can blame it on Adonazio, you can blame it on Stearns. I don't necessarily care who it was. You cannot do that as an organization. And if you're going to come out and tell me that the reason that you're trading Josh Hader is you didn't want to pay him. And then you're going to go out and trade one of the top 20 prospects in your organization for a pitcher who hasn't pitched in two years and is costing what the difference is uh, people are projecting in Josh Hader's salary from this year to next year, then you're sending mixed signals. You're sending an idea that you don't actually care what's going on. You don't care about your players. And guys are starting to look at that door and where Josh Hader just left from and thinking, you know what, I might be the next one out that door. Exactly. And the, the thing that bothers me the most is you're telling me that the Brewers, whether it was Anastasio or Stearns, I think it was more Anastasio. I don't think Stearns would want to get rid of one of his players. Oh, I agree on that. Players. Um, you're telling me that they couldn't get some top hitters for Josh Hader? I'm sure there would have been plenty of teams. Did, did they talk to the Mets? Did they well, talk to the and, Braves? And here's where I think it was a failure by the Brewers. David Stearns made the comment that they never made an outgoing call on Josh Hader. And I am down with that philosophy. If someone wants to come with a good offer, they can call us about Josh Hader. I'm not going to search one out. And I agree with that philosophy. But well, then, yeah, because when, if, if, if you're the one doing the searching, then they got you by the cojones. They know exactly. that they can name their price. 100%. Well, then, once you have that deal, which I still don't think was enough, but once you have that deal from the Padres that you say, you know what, we're probably going to accept this, wouldn't you call around to some other teams and say, hey, Josh, we got a deal probably in place to send him to another National League team. You all want to try and beat that offer? 
and at least call around? Because the fact that now you say you didn't make an outgoing call, did you not try and turn it into a bidding war and this is all you ended up with? Is it? It's not like also that they had to make the deal because he was going to be gone. They still had another year. And then the other thing, too, if you say, well, we didn't have time before the deadline. Yes, you did. You made it a day before the deadline. So you could have still exactly. waited a couple of hours, a day or so, and, and, and maybe gotten something that, better. That's the other thing that sticks in my craw is they didn't have to do this now. I mean, <laughs> I could see if they got some, you know, uh, top five hitters. If they got some hitters that were, you know, 270 average, you know, a lot of home runs, RBIs. And so, okay, yeah, I guess I could see maybe this was the time to trade them. But you got nothing. Yeah. You got nothing, and you mm-hmm. made your team worse. Yep, I agree. Andy, appreciate the phone call. Yep. 414-677-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan will stay out on the phone lines. Let's get out to John and Franklin. John, what's going on, man? Uh, good morning. Uh, just a heads up, you might want to, when when we have our conversations moving forward, you may just want to make sure you, your producer, might have a hand close to the dump button. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Because we're, we're, we're going to find out why I got a reputation on this radio station. And it hasn't been the little passive guy that's been calling for the last couple of years. Okay. <laughs> let this us is going to get let to a point where, this is going to get to a point where some heat's going to be broadened. I understand the sample size is small, but this, this thing's off to a, to a wonderful start, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Both ways. I'm, you know, I live in Milwaukee, so here I am. I'm, I'm reading up. I'm like, okay, I want some unbiased reviews. Is this really as bad as I say it is? And I'm reading national writers reviewing the trade deadline. Words like fleeced. This, is, this defies logic. Why do, you, why do you make a deal? Okay, so you felt you had to go with a contender to get rid of Hater because you had to dump him because the contentious contract negotiations, which we don't know anything about, we're, we're trying to put the dots together. So, so, so you make a deal with a National League team, a team you're if, – if you – best-case scenario, this is a team you'd face in the playoffs, best-case scenario. Because yesterday I talked about models. Well, the model was my model. I think this stone has just started going down the hill. We're just watching this, and, and I'm, I'm not going to pull any punches about it. Exactly like you said, I brought the clubhouse thing up. What, what message is this sending? What message is this sending? You couldn't get one single bat – this, the, the reality is, we, yesterday the, the Brewers put up a good fight coming back, but, but this team has struggled with the teams in our division, which some of which are the worst in baseball. We, we played out of the competition. We had a chance to put our, our foot on their throats yesterday, early in the game, stranded, bases loaded. Yeah, it was a nice rally, but, but you've got to finish the deal. There's no killer instinct to this team. It's time that we see what Stern saw. This is a good team, but this team isn't. This is team is and just assuming we're going to win against the Phillies in a playoffs. Yeah, we thought we were going to beat Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But this thing's a mess, and I'm afraid it's just starting. I'm out. Appreciate it, Johnny. Good call. Yeah, I, all valid points. 100% valid points. Johnny always brings it, especially when we got stuff to <laughs> to hate on. Johnny always brings it. 414-677-1250. Let's get one more phone call in here before we get to a break. Tyler is in Tosa. Tyler, what's going on, man? Hey, Toby. How's it going? Good. How you doing, Tyler? Doing good. Uh, no, I, I agree with everything that everybody's been saying. I, David Stearns and Antonacci are just waving the white flag. They're giving up. Like, 
when you see when you see the Cardinals trading away Goldschmidt with one year left because they're they're afraid they might not be able to re-sign him. Would you see, you know, the Yankees or look at look at the Pirates when they were contenders? They didn't trade away when they were in a playoff spot. They're the Milwaukee Brewers, the only team that do this. They're in the they're leading their division and they're trading and they're selling. It, it defies twenty nine other teams. When you're the only one doing it, you're and you're you're doing something wrong. And it's not. Not like you. Uh, it, it blows my mind. You trade away for most of the year someone that had a sub one ERA and was essentially a no uh, no brainer, and the game's over once he comes in. Yeah, it, it does not make a lot of sense. It definitely doesn't. Tyler, appreciate the phone call, man. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. You can give us a call there. You can tweet us at twelve fifty a.m. The fam will get to some more of your reaction. The Milwaukee Brewers lose again last night on a Brian Reynolds walk off in the bottom of the ninth off of Devin Williams. We'll hear from him in a little bit. We'll hear from Craig Council. We want to hear from you guys again. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. I'm Toby Altizer. That's Tim Shea. It's the Bart Winkler Show on twelve fifty a.m. The fan. Not a whole lot of good to say about the Milwaukee Brewers today. Toby Altizer, Tim Shea, here in the Lakeland University studios on the Bart Winkler Show. But the positive thing about this week is Leroy Butler. Leroy's got his gold jackets. Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 is going to be enshrined this Saturday, the 6th. The Wendy's Big Show will be broadcasting from Canton tomorrow with Gary Ellerson and Bart Winkler. Also, make sure you tune in to the Road to Canton show Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. here on 1250 a.m. The Fan with Bart Winkler, who will be in Canton to celebrate Leroy's career and story being immortalized forever in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Road to Canton this Friday and Saturday on 1250 a.m. The Fan brought to you by Pick and Save, Kern Electric, and Schneider National. And we'll get a checkup on Bart and Gary as they drive down to Canton a little bit later. Make sure they're... Going well on the road, and everything's working out all right, and they haven't gotten a little too frustrated with each other yet. Oh, I thought they were hitchhiking. <laughs> I thought I saw that earlier. But okay. Yeah, would have loved that. Would have loved that. It would have been It would have been a good part there. That, that, oh, that's 100%. Classic, classic part. 414-677-1250. Let's get back out to the phone lines as we talk about the Milwaukee Brewers after they lose last night to the Pirates. Two in a row now they've lost. Since they traded Josh Hader, probably could have used them last night, but that's beside the point. Let's get out to KJ. KJ, what's going on, man? Hello, my brother. Thanks for taking my call, Toby. What's going on, KJ? Show, as always. Hey, I wish I could be a fly on the dash with Bart and G <laughs> going to Canton, Ohio. Don't we all? That is, that's going to be that's good content there for sure. One hundred percent. Some videos. Uh, you know, I hope they at least video some of their trip. Well, so yeah, but, someone uh, needed to embed like a little secret camera so we can keep an eye on them and you know put that behind the scenes footage out later if nothing else. Absolutely. Listen, uh, I've been saying, and I said this the other day to you on the big show. I, you know, this could go sideways very quickly, and I think it will go sideways. There's something very I don't know, malodorous, 
shall we say, mm-hmm. about what's going on with the Brewers as far as the uh, ownership and management uh, right now. Uh, they don't seem to be clicking on the same page. Even Craig Council's uh, out of sorts uh, with some of the moves he's been making here. I, I don't know what's going on, um, but my my thing is, I, I think that the Brewers are in baseball limbo. Like I said before, um, they're they're good enough to make the playoffs, but they're not good enough to uh, win a World Series. And and you know, so they're somewhere in the middle. You know, they're they're content with getting to the playoffs, like we know. You know, they think the fans are all good with that. And I'll tell you, seven out of ten fans right now, Toby, are not satisfied with just getting the playoffs anymore. I agree. That's why I think that David Stearns is off base here. I think he thinks that just continuing to get this bites at the apple thing is satisfying both Mark Adonacio and the fans. And I think you're dead on there, KJ, that a majority of fans are sick of this playoff thing. Like, let's go all in or let's try and build a team that can win a World Series. And if it means that we have to go through a rebuilding phase, then that's fine. I think Bart said it best that this ownership group and this front office, for whatever reason, is so scared of going through a rebuild that they're scared of even winning a World Series because they think it just automatically means you go through a rebuild. Yeah, no, and that's not the case. And I I think the next bite of the apple, and like I say, like I'm with a lot of other guys, uh, folks here, they they don't want to hear that anymore. I think the next bite of the apple is going to be for David Stearns. It'll probably be in New York City in the Big Apple. Yeah, I think you're dead on. I I think he's headed that that way um, just based on what I've seen in the last couple of weeks and in the last month or so, really. But yeah. my my biggest thing here, and and Toby, I, I this is where I think this is going, and this is sad to say, but I really don't think the Brewers are going to win the Central. I think the Cardinals are going to overtake them by the by the middle of August in the next two weeks, and they're not going to look back because there's just too many things going on that are not right right now with the Brewers. And, uh, you know, it's not as easy as people think to just walk into Josh Hader's shoes and get out there in the ninth inning in that pressure situation. And Devin Williams found that out last night, uh, obviously. But, I mean, even going forward, now you got more pressure on the offense that you, you, you can't beat as many one or two run games mm-hmm. as you were in the past. You know, because you don't have that guy that you know is going to be shut down pretty much every time he gets out on the bump. You know, so, uh, man, I, I I don't know. Yeah. And they didn't get the bat to no, secure, they did not. you know, uh, getting three or four runs up so you've got a good, comfortable lead for somebody to go in. You know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I, like, I, I hope they just make the playoffs at this point, really. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even make the playoffs. I just want I, them I to would... win a baseball game so we can at least have something positive about this Brewers team yeah. in at least a couple yeah. of days. Yeah, and they got the Yankees and the Mets coming mm. in in a couple of weeks. So yeah. good luck with that. Appreciate All the right? phone call, KJ. Okay, a lot, brother. He well, brought, he brought up the sorry. Go ahead. He brought up the the future schedule coming up. Yeah. 
Before that, they have the Dodgers seven times mm-hmm. within a week. They have the Cardinals six times. Mm-hmm. Those two teams right there. Well, that, those Cardinals series are huge. That's going to make or break their season. 100%. Right now, it's looking like break. That's why I don't understand why they're not. you got to win these baseball games. you got to win them. you got to beat the Pirates. Reds come to town. you got to beat the Reds. Do your job. Come on. 414-677-1250. Let's get out to Len in Waukesha. Len, what's going on, man? Yeah, uh, John and Franklin and KJ were right on everything they said. And this is not the David Stearns move. This is Mark Ananasio telling him what's going on. Mark Ananasio used to want to win. Now he's too happy with this almost 3 million fans going through the thing, and he doesn't want to see it end. And this David David Stearns does not get fleeced in trades, and he just did. This is it's not even close to even even. And the the, the only reason he did it with San Diego is because he got that Trevor Rogers where he could say, "Well, he's he's Josh Hader, dude. No, uh, ain't the truth." And the bad thing is, David Stearns going to be leaving here. There, there's I, I'm convinced of it. It's it's a, probably a done deal. He, he's, he's tried this small market crap. Now he's going to go to have an unlimited money source, and he'll start winning World Series in New York. And, and uh, KJ said it. There's a different – Devin Williams was great in the eighth inning role. Maybe he'll blossom into a ninth inning guy. It's a different situation. It's just like we're – Everybody's thinking, okay, Stearns leaves. We'll just move Matt Arnold there. You got the same guy. No, you don't know that. It's not the same. And uh, like I said, for the fans, there's only one way to show Ananasio this isn't right. Because I'd have been great if if they don't want a World Series. I'd have been great with, okay, we're going to get some prospects. We didn't get any prospects. There's nobody they got that I care if I ever see again. I mean, it used to be, okay, you don't know like Lewis Brinson. We didn't. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see him. Okay, he didn't work out. That happens. You know, Josh Hader did. It looks like uh, Aaron Ashby's going to. Ethan Small, I don't know. You can't tell with prospects. But here's the thing. Too. So you look at the Josh Hader trade, and you know anybody who knows me knows that I love the Washington Nationals. So you look at the Hader trade, and you compare that with the Soto trade, right? I'm a Nationals fan. I, I cover the Brewers. I'm a fan of the Brewers as well. I look at that Soto trade, and I'm disappointed that they traded Juan Soto. But then I look at the guys that they brought back, and I think, all right, well, yeah. there's something there. So if anything else, if nothing else, there's at least some excitement for the guys they brought back. Now look at the Hader trade. Okay, I lost Josh Hader. That sucks. Is there anyone to get excited about on the guys you brought back? No, not even a chance. So at least, like you know, if you're trading away a stud, you should be getting someone in return. If you're going to look down the road, then you should be getting someone that the fan base can say, all right, well, you know, I I guess I'm excited about this guy. It sucks to lose Josh, but I'm glad we got so-and-so. Is anyone excited about Gasser or Ruiz? If you are... You've had to do extensive research because you didn't know a single thing about either of these guys before they got traded to you. So don't lie to me and say that you're excited about these guys and your organization and carry water for the Brewers. 
you're wrong. There's nothing. They got nothing for Josh Hader. When you look back, and the Cubs had to give up Glaber Torres for a rental of Aroldis Chapman, and you got Robert Gasser, you got Esturi Ruiz, and you got a rental of Taylor Rogers for Josh Hader. That's a failure by the front office, and it's a failure by Mark Adonacio. If that's true, that he's saying, "Hey Stearns, we got to move this dude." You know, that's, I, I feel that's exactly what's going on. And and here's the thing. St. Louis, they smell blood in the water. Oh, yeah. They already, they, they already play better fundamental baseball than us. I mean, Hunter Renfro, he didn't throw one bad throw. He threw two bad throws and nobody could catch. He spoke, hey, it's great to have a rocket arm. Carlos Gomez had a rocket arm, but you never knew where the ball was going, and that's what's going on here. That's either lack of concentration, and that comes straight from the your your manager yeah. council. You you got to get in that guy's face because he he cost you the the game night before they they did it on uh, mental mistakes. You can't do that when you play the kind of game they're playing with pitching and defense. You're dead on there. Uh, is somebody ever going to teach that little Urias to stop throwing the ball underhand because he picks up everything that comes to him? And nine, if he has nine errors, eight of them are on throwing. And, and that's just ridiculous. And, and that's all fundamentals. And that's it's a lack of concentration. And maybe, maybe that's what's going on with these guys. Maybe they're watching what's happening. They're the front office is in Karen and they believe me, you, you can tell when you're working for somebody, if they don't care, you don't care. Dead on, dead on. Len, I appreciate the phone call, man. Okay, thanks. 414-677-1250. We'll get to some more of your phone calls here as we wrap up the first hour here, the Bart Winkler show on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Toby Altizer. That's Tim Shea. More comes up next. 12.50 a.m., the fan, it is the Bart Winkler Show, reacting to the Brewers, dropping another one to the Pirates last night. If you have anything good to say about the Brewers, give us a call. But I know plenty of you have bad things to say about the Brewers. You can also give us a call, 414-677-1250, or you can tweet us at 12.50 a.m., the fan. Let's get out to Keith from the east side. Keith, what's going on, man? Good morning, guys. Uh I don't have as much of a baseball comment to make, but uh, ownership and financials that I think come into play with Mark uh, Antanasio not pulling the plug and spending some money to get us over the top. Um, you know, investment, you know, you always know you sell you sell low high, you buy low. Mm-hmm. Mark also lost a lot of money this last uh, few months. I think he's trying to restock his, uh, his bank account. Now, why? I don't know, but it could be in an optimistic side that maybe what he's trying to do is get a lot of buck plungers golf again so that he could next year pull the trigger and uh, spend big money and get him over the top. That's just a thought, but uh, I know financially, I think he's kind of thinking that way as well. I mean, that's pretty optimistic. I, I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate that thought. I don't know if that's 100% true, but yeah, I mean, maybe there's a thing. I mean, the other thing, too, you have to consider is. Mark is also looking to buy a soccer team. Is that what his interests are in, if he's trying to save money here? Um, uh, I wasn't aware of that. That could be, too. Yes, very much so. Well, and that's, that's something interesting, too. Keith, appreciate it. Okay, thanks. 
Four, a good one. You too. 414-677-1250. I mean, that's an interesting thing, because if he is saving money to buy a soccer team, well, that doesn't make you feel any better. <laughs> if he's if he's saving his money to try and go get Norwich City, which, look, say what you want about him trying to go get a soccer team over in the Premier League. That actually might make him some money, so I'm not opposed to it. Then maybe he can spend a little more on the payroll over here. But, I mean, what you've seen over the last couple days from this Brewers team has been unacceptable from pretty much every aspect. You want to talk about ownership and forcing guys to be moved because you can't pay them, even though you know, you're only going to end up paying them, what, five more million a year? All right, well, that's unacceptable. Front office, the moves that you made, you didn't get enough for Josh Hader. You know, if you were told to trade Josh Hader, that's one thing. But then to trade him for what you got, and then to end up DFAing Denelson Lamette within days of acquiring him in the Josh Hader trade, failure by the front office. Failure by the front office to identify a guy that you wanted in Trevor Rosenthal, and then deciding, you know what? We're not going to sign him for $5 million. Instead, we'll wait, and we'll trade one of our top 20 prospects away in two weeks' time when he's getting paid $4.5 million. Failure by the front office there. Manager, I don't think he's done a good enough job in terms of creating that atmosphere that has been so positive in that Brewers clubhouse and getting out ahead of it. You've seen how it's already been affecting the clubhouse and those guys. I think and he's some a- of his. I think he's as shocked. Yeah, maybe he I, is. I really do. Maybe he's a little bit frustrated. I don't think he's on the same page as David Stearns, as the same page as Mark A. Yeah, maybe that's part of the case, too. But you have Craig Council. Maybe he's a little bit frustrated, but either way, I think some of his managing decisions have been a little bit questionable on that as well. So you've had a failure from those three aspects, and then you've had a failure from the players. You know, Pete tweets in and says, hey, look, These guys are professional athletes. These guys are paid to do their thing. And if they can't get over the fact that one dude heads out and it fractures the clubhouse, then they're not professionals and they're not doing their job. And he's right. You know, we'll hear from Devin Williams in uh, the next hour. And he talked a little bit about that. Like, hey, we're professionals. We get paid to do this. We have to make sure that we are still going out there and performing. And he's dead on about that. But at the same point... All of these things work together. The ownership, the front office, the manager, the players, and it's been a failure from all four aspects. Devin Williams, I know everything's going on and all these different things. You can't come out here and give up a walk-off dinger like that. And he knows that. He understands that. Jake McGee, come on, step up. Suter, step up. Matt Bush, step up. These guys have to play better. And the crazy part is, and we'll look at this in the next hour too, we talked about this offense the entire time, and we said they didn't get a bat and all these different things. I don't know if the offense is what we have to worry about at this point. They're scoring runs now. The pitching staff has given up a whole lot of runs. I think you got to start worrying about this pitching staff. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. If you're a team that's built on pitching and defense, well... Your pitching has been pretty poor, and your defense has been even worse. Honestly, you could make the argument that this Brewers baseball team this season has been more of an offensive baseball team than a pitching team. That's the craziest part. That's the craziest part about this whole thing. 
Now, some of those stats are lying and those 19 run games and all those kind of lie with statistics, whatever. Either way, this baseball team right now needs to get things figured out and figured out quick. You got a game this afternoon against Pittsburgh, and they better win that one before they come back home and celebrate a team that lost in the World Series 40 years ago against the Cincinnati Reds. Because you better win at least, we said four of the six games against the Reds and the Pirates. And the only way you can do that now is if you win this one and win four sh- or three straight against the Reds. Oh, tough times to be a Brewers fan. We'll continue talking about this. This will wrap up the first hour here of the Bart Winkler Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That's Tim Shea. More Brewers talk comes up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.